Friday. Happy Independence Day. It's um, a yearly celebration of American independence from the British, pouring out the tea and all that good stuff. But I want to start off with a recent arrest that was made on our National Independence Day. Uh, a lot of you probably have seen the video of the woman who was caught licking Bluebell ice cream. Um, their ice cream is pretty good. If you haven't had it, do yourself a favor, get yourself a tub, sit down in front of Netflix and catch up on Stranger Things. So there's a video that shows her licking the tub and putting it back. And why she decided to do this on what is essentially national television, like once you put this stuff on live, I don't know. You got to ask her. But a lot of people were outraged, you know, because it's, it's gross. Like someone leaking some ice cream and then putting it back, you don't know where her mouth has been. Um, and chances are, if you think about it, it just seems terrible. She's like, I, I don't want to eat some ice cream that someone else has licked. Well, they found the lady. Uh, they have not released her name at this point, which is fine. It's like, whatever. And she faces um, between 2 and 20 years and a $10,000 fine for second-degree tampering with a consumer product, which is a felony charge. And uh, we'll see what kind of sentencing she gets. Like, I can't really imagine her getting 20 years for this. And honestly, even two years seems a bit excessive, but that is the the minimum. So if you're feeling froggy, you don't leap. You know, like it, it's not worth it just to get a couple likes on Instagram or uh, Facebook Live or whatever. It is really not worth your freedom just so you can get a couple laughs and uh, a couple mentions or whatever. You know, on the one hand, like I, I appreciate her audacity. You know, like that's something really bold to do. But really, come on, like your mama didn't teach you any better than to do that type of shit. You know, <laughs> oh man, like there's no reason to do anything this ridiculous at all. Um, so, yeah, uh, I hope she gets well, whatever's coming to her. hope she learns her lesson and doesn't do dumb shit in the future. Like, yeah, shame on you. Like, you're, you're a fucking idiot. Don't do that kind of shit. That, that's terrible. That's gross. Like, yeah, it's like bad hygiene. Ugh, so bad. Like, why? Who thought this was a good idea in the first place, you know? So, Bluebell tried to get in front of it though they're just like hey it's not really our fault like the way our product is made it's sealed so even if it was tampered with you guys would know but chances are the program had to make some changes to the way that their product is delivered back to the shelves um i suspect we'll be seeing some of that uh plastic seal that you gotta tear off or whatever probably seeing that kind of stuff or something similar to it in the near future just so they can avoid this type of scandal because people were definitely upset well they explained that the way their product is made it's frozen upside down which basically creates a seal but people are whiny people are complaining and the internet overall is undefeated so 
if enough people band together to complain about something, the people in power have to make some adjustments. So I definitely foresee some changes to Bluebell ice cream. Hopefully it doesn't change the recipe because shit is delicious. And yeah, uh, it's, it's really fucking good. Really good. Let's talk about Independence Day for just a hot second. This is my Independence Day special. I'm your host, Joshua Self, and this is another episode of self Truths of Shit. You know, Independence Day is really big for America. It's an excuse for most people to be off work, people outside the service industry at least. And, you know, easy to try to catch up with family since most people are off work. And I myself will be going down to start from Mississippi to see some family I haven't seen in a while. You know, uh, it's, it's a lot easier to get people together when you know basically everybody's going to have a particular day off. It's uh, very patriotic. You know, it's all about uh, pride and uh, being proud of your country, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, almost every country has an Independence Day of some sort, um, obviously, except for uh, evil places like Great Britain and whatnot. But what's interesting, I think, in the past year or so, a lot of black people have, um, I guess, been bothered by other black people celebrating July 4th. And to be fair, there is some truth to that. You know, like Independence Day was freedom for um, non-slaves, you know. So everybody else, like, you guys enjoy freedom. But if you're a slave, and eh, sorry, you're actually still going to be a slave, you know. Like, you just have to suck it up to the next great war. But I think that um, as a African-American um, I feel like it's still important to celebrate Independence Day because even though uh, some things in this country are not right, some things in America are really fucked up and uh, quite damaging towards brown people in general, it's still my country. Like This is where I live. This is where I grew up. And I wouldn't want to be anywhere else. Like... Regardless of the bullshit that happens within the borders of the United States, I would not want to live somewhere else. Like, this is my home. I love it here. And so I don't have a problem with celebrating Independence Day. And I would be bothered by other people who do have a problem with somebody else celebrating Independence Day. Because at the end of the day, like, this is where we all live, you know. And there's no reason to dog your own country. You know, it's, it's a mighty poor frog that doesn't praise his own pond. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is your shit, you know? So even if it's not where it ought to be, it's still a lot better than other places that we could be. Because at the end of the day, most people, we're not going to go back to Africa. You know, like, we're not really going to move to Europe. Most of us are not going to want to move to South America, to Asia. Even if we had the opportunity, most of us are not leaving America. So not want to just be proud of where you are, you know, be proud of where you came from. You know, I, I love America. You know, I love hot dogs. I love hamburgers. Uh, I, I can understand why some people are upset about some of the things that are going on that have been going on for a long time. But it's not a reason enough for me to 
to not celebrate because there's really no country you can go to that doesn't have its own bullshit. Like that's just part of humanity in general. Like it doesn't matter where you're going, there's some group of people that are being oppressed, and that's just how it is. It doesn't make it right, but I think sometimes we don't want other people to celebrate the good in something because it's also bad. But that's how any person is, though. Like, if you go to any city, you go to any country, if you talk to any person as an individual, there's something good about them and there's something bad. Now, for some people, that good might be not enough to balance out the bad, and that's fine. But I don't think we should knock anyone for wanting to celebrate July 4th. Even if it's just an excuse to not be at work and for a lot of us still get paid for it. It's like that alone to me is enough to make me want to celebrate the holiday. But it's uh it's it's tough sometimes because you really want people to be fully aware of what's going on, but there's no reason to trample on someone else's fun though. Let, let people enjoy themselves, let people have a good time, you know. So Disney Whew. These folks stay in the news. And I love it, actually. Like, I think Disney is really trying to separate itself from its uh, ugly past. Like, if you look at movies from before the 80s, uh, and some of the movies during the 80s, too, like, there's clear evidence of... Um, you know, like these very racist undertones, these uh, discriminatory policies that they had, and they've definitely made these huge strides uh, to get in front of that, to separate themselves from their past. They're, they've made very deliberate efforts with like their their casting and their writing directions, and I can appreciate all of that. You know, their most recent thing that they had come up. Um, they began casting for The Little Mermaid, the live-action Little Mermaid. And as we all know, classic Little Mermaids, like this white girl with red hair, right? So uh, they cast a, a young uh, black woman to be the next Little Mermaid. Now, I want to point out, um, she's not, like, super dark-skinned. Like, she's very, very light-skinned. Um, but other than that, like, she fits the role, you know, like, people are upset because the Little Mermaid has brown skin now, and the first response that a lot of people have is, well, if you can change her race, then why can't we just change Tiana or Pocahontas or whatever and let them be a white person? I think the response that I've read and that I agree with is basically that for a lot of characters in these Disney movies, um, their ethnicity was integral to the storyline. So, for example, Pocahontas, a big part of that story is the fact that you know she's a Native American and the clashes between her culture and the culture of who the guy's name is John, who's like the you know one of the white sailors or whatever. So the big like the big aspect of the story is how 
these two different groups um, interact with each other, both positive ways and negative ways. So if you were to change the ethnicity of Pocahontas, then you would essentially change a big part of the story. If you take, say, Snow White, for instance, and made her no longer have white skin, that changes a big part of the story. Like, the entire premise is, like, her skin or whatever uh, had this other lady jealous. And if you made her no longer Snow White, like, uh, you basically have killed the story. You know, same for characters like Mulan, who a big part of her story is the fact that she's Chinese. Like, if she's no longer Chinese, the rest of the story doesn't work. Because it, it requires certain, like, cultural traditions and whatnot to be upheld. And that's integral to that story. Um, you know, so a, a lot of the characters, like, how they were raised, like, their background is a big part of uh, the way the rest of the story plays out. But for The Little Mermaid in particular... She's not human. So her ethnicity is basically mermaid as opposed to Danish or Scottish or English or whatever. It's like that's that's her race. Like she's mermaid. And mermaids don't have like clearly defined skin tones or anything like that because they're, you know, um, fictitious characters. So given that. It doesn't seem to be a big deal really in terms of the way the actual story plays out for her to be brown as opposed to being pale there are a lot of people i mean a lot of people are upset about it and it's funny to me because you get to see people who you think are um not racist get upset about something like this and that's that's always the crazy part is people that you assume don't have a problem with black people as long as black people are over there. But they don't want to see black people in front of them. Like, if you guys remember the Star Wars controversy, as soon as the character Finn was announced, it's like, ah, oh, we, don't, we, we don't have a problem with black people as long as they're not on our screen. Like, we don't want to actually see a black person, you know? So the controversy around Ariel, to me, is fucking hilarious. Um... Because, like, her skin tone has nothing to do with her character at all. Like, at all. And people are upset about it. <laughs> you know, it's like, alright, this what you guys want to be mad about? Fine. Fine. Go ahead. Be upset about it. Like, the internet is has no shortage of trolls. You know, they're in abundance. So, this is the best thing that you guys can get mad about? Fine. But, you know, you got people mad about uh, the Kaepernick shoes. Like, Kaepernick was like, hey, I don't want this flag in my shoes. And Nike's like, okay, cool. We won't put it there. And uh, people are upset about that, you know? Like, people are up in arms over that. Like, people are, you know, boycotting Nike again and whatnot. It's like, yeah, Nike doesn't really care. Like, that's the crazy thing. Like, trying to boycott Nike... It's too hard. Like, you're basically giving them free publicity, and they appreciate that. And as it turns out, like, being a bigot is really not trendy. Like, no one actually really likes those kind of people. So Nike's like, yeah, sure. 
you don't have to wear our shoes. We got plenty of people that do. Um, I mean, even the the Tennessee Smokies, you know, put the flag, the the Betsy Ross flag, whatever, in um, on their field, and it's just like, ugh, is this really where you guys want to take a stand? Like that, that's the crazy part. Like people are trying to take a stand on a shoe, like, and somehow it's always ignoring the core issues. Like, let's not talk about why this is a deal in the first place. Let's just deal with the the symptoms, you know. So we'll never get to the root. We just want to talk about this superficial thing that is basically of zero consequence to anyone. Like it's a shoe. Like, it's not replacing the shoes that you're wearing. It's just a new shoe, and they decided to not release it the way it was originally designed. That's it. And people are just like, I'm finna boycott Nike. Because they decided to take back this shoe. Like, okay, like, who fucking cares? It's a shoe. You know, it's not a shoe that you're already wearing. It's a shoe that they hadn't released or whatever. It's like, wow, this is what we're all up in arms about. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> so I hope y'all enjoy uh the rest of y'all weekend. I know I've got um some interesting stuff coming up. Like I'm going down to Starksville as I said earlier and it'll be the first time my girlfriend meets um my grandmother and other parts of my uh, extended family. So it should be a pretty exciting experience, you know. I was in a car accident last weekend and Man, like, my car got its face punched in. I'm okay. Uh, No one was hurt, thankfully, but my vehicle was just like... (coughs) (coughs) I'm like, oh. Uh, Alright. Maybe I'll see you after you get back. Maybe not. I don't know. Still waiting to find out if it's been totaled or not, but... It was banged up pretty, pretty bad. Um, and it didn't even like hit the other car uh, going that fast, but you know, cars weigh a lot, and it doesn't take a whole lot of speed for them to really do some damage. But thankfully, uh, no one was hurt. Um, my girlfriend's been helping me out a lot uh, until I get like the rental or whatever. So I, I appreciate it for that. And. You know, uh, you guys just enjoy the rest of y'all week. Uh, one big shout out though uh, to Mr. Eric Gray. Kudos for making the pro tour. That's fucking awesome. Like this guy is basically who I aspire to be. Like when I grow up, you know, he's the most adult adult I've ever met, and I'm glad that he gets a chance to go to the big dance, so to speak. And I hope he does very well. Like I'm sure he's gonna love drafting. Like that's already kind of his bread and butter anyway so Jack and the pro tour I'm, I'm sure he'll enjoy that a whole lot but um y'all have a good weekend i'll catch y'all next time